Riders Radio Theater is on the air. It's the Riders on the radio. Come on, park and saddle up and go. Get ready for the Cowboy Show. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the Cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride an oak and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. Two slim, the man of many hats, with a Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and howl at the moon. Every buckaroo and buckaroo, there's a place around the fire for you with riders in the sky. So come on and let's ride. And now, with the 1,992nd performance of their career, here are Riders in the Sky. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes. What a warm and enthusiastic crowd at the James K. Polk Theater of the Tennessee Performing Arts Center. James Knox Polk, I should say. And thank you, Texas Bix Bender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. Ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes, in order to attempt to reach a younger audience, we're going to dispense with our usual introductions tonight and turn this portion over to the rap master himself, Too Slim. Well, my name's Too Slim, and I'm here to say that we're going to entertain you in the cowboy way. We're going to tell a joke. We're going to sing a song. We're going to show the bad guys right from wrong. We're going to live the life of Western romance. I might even do a little varmint dance. How the heck can I do all that with a half dozen friends and a great big hat? But now I want to introduce to you another member of our cast and crew. He spins the rope. He plays the fiddle. He stands over on the other side of the middle. He got him a fancy college degree. He copped it up at MIT. Yeah, he's a doctor, but he ain't no physician. He's just a fine world-class musician. He writes a good song the dude can sing. And that's why they call him the king. And so without no further ado, you all, here's my personal friend. Here's Woody Fowl. Woody, 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 Woody. Well, thank you, folks, and God bless you, too. I love each and every one of you. It's the audience that makes the show, and I'm all wound up and ready to go. I'll make you cry, I'll make you smile, but whatever you do, don't touch that dial, because here's a man up above all the rest. He's more than equal to every test. A dude of gumption, grit and truth, the idol of all American youth. A hero of heroes, a hero of love. The big kahuna is Ranger Duck. Well, thank you, Saddle Pals. For that great big hand, I'm just doing the very best I can. To carry on for Texan Gene and Roy, for every cowgirl and every cowboy. Now, you've met Woody and me and Slim. Just one more, we can't forget him. If you like polka, well, he's your man. If he can't do it, nobody can. He's got buttons to push, 
a box to squeeze, he's a rare to go, so if you please, let's make welcome a man, don't talk or sing, he's Joey, the old cow polka king. We asked everybody what song they loved best, and this one got the most requests. We've sung it all till our throats are torn, the story of how the yodel was born. When you hear a cowboy yodel and a song of open men, your heart lifts up the stirring day. But did you ever wonder at the end of his refrain, why his voice leaps in a mournful way? Well, the story as is told to me was handed down through history of a singing cowboy brave enough to try. To ride the meanest old cayuse, it bucked him off right at the chute, left him spinning way up in the sky. The bronco jumped up and the cowboy came down. They met at the old saddle horn. It made a deep impression, you could say it changed his life. And that's how the yodel was born. Now, Saddle Pals, for this message of hope. Hello, friends. This is Millard Chaparral with some poignant questions for troubled couples everywhere. Has the coup gone out of your bill? Has your sweet little honey turned into a killer bee? If your answer to any of these questions is yes, then please allow me to suggest a love potion to restore vitality to your funny valentine. Come, come to... The Love Ranch. The Love Ranch. Yes, come to the world-famous Love Ranch, nestled the in the Love spectacular Whoopi Mountains high above Tumbleweed Valley. The perfect place to rekindle that lost flame of love. Here you'll find togetherness you never dreamed possible as you and your love share a wide variety of romantic outdoor range-busting activities on a real working ranch. Let's take a look at a normal day on the Love Ranch. Each day begins with a required high-energy, high-impact ranch aerobic workout with beneficial weights. All right, campers, out of the bunk, time for ranch aerobics. Count of one, pick up that bale of hay and run her down to the barn. Count of two, come back and get another one. That's double time, and don't forget to breathe, mouse. 
After you've warmed up with ranch aerobics, it's time for the high-fiber gourmet breakfast of hardtack and biscuits. Even the coffee's fiber and rich. Just twist you off a cup there. And following that comes the beautiful shared relationship-enhancing experience of tandem branding. Here, you do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. No, no let me do it. Let me. No, no. I'll do it. You won't find a love experience like that to share on a carnival cruise line, but of course... There are times when even the happiest couples need help. For these times, we offer daily counseling sessions with a trained psychotherapist. He doesn't bring me flowers anymore. She doesn't sing me love songs like she did. Why don't you two straighten up and stop whining, you big crybaby? <laughs> you ought to have my problems. How'd you like to be my age? After an emotion-ringing session like that, you'll be more than ready to jump on the saddle for some bone-jarring love-kindling bronco-busting. Then you'll probably want to cool out with a good long soak in our 60 by 60 galvanized steel stock tank. <laughs> There's room for you, your horse, and your love. Fabulous, eh, Millicent? Get that horse out of here! Of course, there are times, even on the love ranch, where you need to be alone. That's why, in the heat of the afternoon each day, we send you to ride drag in the roundup. These are truly wonderful moments of solitude, shared only with the unbearable dust, brutal black flies, and the rear end of a thousand head of moving cattle in the heart of the West. Ouch! 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 What is that smell? Ouch. After a day like this, you'll be more than ready for that narrow, rock-hard bunk we've reserved for you and your love. But you can't hit it yet, because when the sun goes down, romance rides the range, and we swing open the corral gates to our disco doggie! Okay, you love wranglers. Grab your partner and boogie down. Here's Polly Wally Doodle. Great band, huh, Barkley? Come on, let's dance. And so as the full moon rises over the spectacular whoopee mountains high above Tumbleweed Valley, another glorious day draws to a close on the Love Ranch. But there are plenty more just like them, and they're waiting here for you. Make your love reservations right away. The Love Ranch sure put the bark back in my Barkley. To make your Love Ranch reservations, have your Visa, Albanian Express, or MasterCard ready and call 1-900-ROMANCE. That's 1-900-ROMANCE. And it's not a toll-free call. And now here again are America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. With a song of the West, a Riders original, Riding Alone. Riding Alone. Tonight I'm riding alone Tears I'm hiding alone Where the moon's silver light Casts no gladness tonight The trail stretches winding and slow My heart left long ago was once in your hand, now it lies in the sand, like me it lies lost and
the river's bright light beckons gently tonight the song of the waters calls me where my heart can be free it was once in your hand now it lies in the sand like me it lies lost and alone with a clear desert stream i'll go on riding Riders Radio Theater is a presentation of Mammoth Radio Pictures in association with WPLN Productions. This show is being taped live at the Tennessee Performing Arts Center in Nashville, Tennessee. And now Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 12 of the exciting Western melodrama, Curse of the Lost Goldsmith. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, the once straight and narrow Tumbleweed City is now Slot City, and the arch-villain Slocum is its boss. All the good and decent folks, save riders in the sky, have long since departed the scene. The fact that the riders remain is through no fault of Slocum's. He and his brutal henchman Charlie have tried everything from killer bees to kill killer caterpillars to dispose of our cowboy heroes. But nothing has worked. Then, in our last episode, Slocum unleashed the most perfect engine of destruction ever conceived. Charlie, this baby flies at Mach 4. It's invisible to radar. It carries a huge payload of high explosives. I got it as part of a foreign aid package from my buddy in Libya. <laughs> it's called the Studebaker. <laughs> Boss, Slocum, I don't know how to drive a Studebaker. Studebaker, just fly a, one. That's just a Libyan word for it, Charlie. You don't have to fly it. It flies itself. All you got to do is roll it out of the hangar and punch in these coordinates for the Triple X Ranch and then just sit back and enjoy the mayhem. <laughs> Meanwhile, the riders had just learned that Slocum had designated the famed old Triple X Ranch as the city of Slotsville's new landfill. Ranger Doug, what are we going to do? Slim? We're gonna beat Slocum at his own game. At that moment, high overhead, the most perfect engine of destruction ever conceived locked in and started its dive towards our unsuspecting cowboys. Its descent was practically silent, but not to the finely tuned ears of the rider's prairie guard dogs. Hey, something's after the baby chicks, Moosh. No, look, up in the skies, fellas. It's the most perfect engine of destruction ever conceived. It's a Studebaker! Oh no! Is this the end of Riders in the Sky? Time to find out once again, Too Slim, as we now present episode 12 of Curse of the Lost Goldscrew, entitled, This Is Not Your Father's Studebaker. Riders in the Sky turn to flee, but they realize instinctively that there is no place to hide from the terrifying Studebaker. Meanwhile, inside the death-dealing machine, Charlie realizes that at last he has his longtime bitter enemies in his sights. <laughs> I got him now. The old geezer, too. Palms away in ten, nine, uh, seven. Wait a minute, what's that? Yes, it looks like short death for America's favorite cowboys. But do you remember the old saw about your chickens coming home to roost? Well, so do your killer bees. Six, 
four, eight. Uh, wait a minute. Wait. Hey, what's that dark blip closing in fast on the radar screen? That dark hey. blip is the same huge swarm of vicious killer bees that have been flying in and out of the holes in this plot since episode seven. And they're not accustomed to stepping aside for anything. And flying Studebakers are no exception. Oh, no! In a microsecond, the plane is covered in a blanket of angry, stinging killer bees. And in less than a heartbeat more, they've clogged every open, every vent, every aperture on the surface of the aircraft. With their dead amp put shut down, the onboard computers lose their targets and the guidance system shuts down too. This sends the flying machine and its killer bee passengers into a dizzy, twisting westward spiral that quickly takes them out of sight of the Triple X Ranch. Ten seconds later, the perfect engine of destruction collides with a perfectly immovable object, the ground. It disintegrates on impact and bursts into flames. Then a hulking 300-pound fireball erupts from the burning wreckage and lights out across the prairie. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Well, that was a close call. Our bacon was nearly fried. Our livers were nearly chopped. Our buns easy, were nearly... Easy, Slim, easy there. You've, you've made your part. Gosh, I wonder what happened to that perfect engine of destruction. I don't know, Woody, but I don't have to know. What I do know is that the time has come to hoist Slocum on his own petard. Now you're talking. I'm going to get my goose gun. We'll heist him up on that and then blammo. Side meat, I was quoting Shakespeare, not the NRA. Woody. <laughs> Woody, do you think you could figure out a mathematical system to beat a roulette wheel? Gosh, Ranger Doug, I, I studied advanced roulette theory at MIT, and it, it's... Irrefutable, it's an irrefutable fact that an honest, perfectly balanced roulette wheel is impossible to predict. Yes, but Woody, I'm referring to Slocum's roulette wheel. Oh, oh well, in that case, it's, it's given that the wheel is crooked, and anything crooked has got to be unbalanced. So, yeah, I could easily perfect a system that would beat it like a drum. Wow, great. Well, of course, the electromagnets used to control the ball would have to be taken out of play. Hmm. How are those magnets controlled? Well, there's a little button under the table, right, right below the croupier's left hand. Right and that up. button needs to be plugged up somehow. That's right, yep. No, leave that to me. I'll stick a wad of my new instant setting biscuit dough over it, and five seconds later, why, a bazooka won't be able to move her. Great idea, side mate. Right, Let's Ranger get to Don. our horses and ride. Come on. Yeah. I'll get the biscuit dough and be right with you. While the riders make preparations for a showdown with Slocum, phone calls are pouring into the office of Chief Cup Customs Inspector and High Sheriff Drywall. Hello? How's your drywall speaking here? It's back. Sir? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, I see what you mean. It just went by my window, too, but don't worry. I know just where to find it. Goodbye. Swearing 20 years of gun smoke, I don't think I ever saw Marshal Dillon have to deal with the likes of this. <laughs> Quickly, High Sheriff Drywall makes his way to the water trough in front of the Golden Calf Casino, just in time to see... Ah. <laughs> is that you in there, Charlie? Oh, shut up. It is you. I'll be doggone if you don't got the worst time trying to take a bath anyone I ever know. I said shut up. Sir? Oh, well, I guess I'd be a little testy, too, if... If I was in your shoes, yeah. <laughs> make that your water trough, though. <laughs> well, the keen intellect of High Sheriff Drywall solves this cosmic puzzle. Outside the Golden Calf Casino, inside the gambling palace, riders in the sky are poised to strike. Have you worked out your system yet, Woody? I sure have, Ranger Doug. 
It'll be a piece of cake as soon as that button is plugged. No, oh, I'll take care of that right now. Hold it, hold it there, side me. We need a diversion of some kind while you do it. Yeah, we need a ruse, a distraction, an artifice, a specter. Like, like that. Huh? At that moment, everything too slim had just asked for entered the room. And everyone stopped and stared. Even the most hardened gambler was stunned to silence as a charred, dripping wet 300-pound doofus dragging one stiff leg behind him entered the room and squished his way across the thick shag carpet of the casino floor. Side, now's your chance. What the? Now's your chance. Okay, Ranger Dogmouth. While the ghastly specter kept everyone's attention, side meat ducked under the roulette wheel and jammed a generous plug of biscuit dough over around and into the croupier's cheating button. And by the time he re-emerged only seconds later, the dough had hardened into... The hardest substance known to man. Also by now, the sodden charcoal specter had boarded the penthouse elevator, and as the doors quietly closed, the room returned turned to normal. Yeah, like I was saying, we need a ruse, a distraction, a... Slim, Slim, we've taken care of it. We have? Yeah, come on, Woody. Let's go break the bank. You bet, Ranger Doug, let's go. As the riders put Woody's system into play, the penthouse elevator reaches its destination, and... What the? Charlie? Is that you? <clears throat> right. Looks like you've been hit by lightning. Too bad you weren't standing next to one of our slot machines. They've never been hit. Ha ha ha. Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Say, here's one for you, Slocum. Yeah? What you is know it? that perfect engine of destruction you put me on, all I had to do is sit back and enjoy the flight. Yeah, what about it? It took me for a ride. What? You mean the cowboys are still alive? Exactly, boss. Ah, uh, just a sec, Charlie. Hello. Ah, what? I'll be right down. Never mind answering the last question, Charlie. The cowboys and the geezer aren't just alive. They're down in my casino doing the impossible. Winning and winning big. I gotta get down there and shut that wheel down before they break the bank. Grab a towel, wipe yourself off. Come on! Actually, the writers are not doing the impossible. They're following mathematical theories of probability first laid down by Pascal in the 17th century. And by the time Slocum and Charlie arrive on the scene, every chip in the house belongs to riders in the sky and is riding on number 25. No, no more bets. The wheel is in play. No stop more bets. Stop that wheel! Stop that wheel! All bets no, are on! No, but, but... Hold it. Hold it there, Slocum. You can't stop that wheel. Once a wheel is in play, all bets are accepted. That's according to your own house rules, which are posted on that wall right beside you. Right below the sign that says, no house limit. Yeah, but that's because the wheel is fixed and nobody... I mean, it's because of... I mean... Oh, never mind. Move over, Pierre, you're a crappy croupier. I'll handle this. And, uh, uh, uh... What's the matter with this button? How should I know? I'm just a crappy croupier. Ah, someone's plugged it with what must be... Oh, biscuit dough. <laughs> the ball is dropping and the winner is no, uh, number 25. <gasps> that's us! Gee, let's see, we had three million dollars riding on that number, so at 35 to one, how much is that, Woody? 105 million dollars! Oh, and we'd like it in cash! Oh. <laughs> cash? Ha! Huh. That's not possible. Monsieur LeBanco is broken. You want me to plug him, boss? Easy, Charlie. Look, boys, what can I say? You, you cleaned me out, you got all my money, and, and then some, but there's... Still something I have that you want. And what could that possibly be, Slocum? The lost gold scrap. Slocum, what are you driving at? Just this. One hand, five card showdown. You and me, big guy. The whole ball of wax. The money, the valley, the lost gold scrap. 
Winner take all, loser leave the valley forever. Gosh, we need that lost gold, whatever it is, to clean up this whole mess. Well, I, I need it to clear my great granddaddy's name. Looks like we have a deal, Slocum. But Ranger Doug, we could lose it all. Yes, that's true, Too Slim. But I think we need to settle up with Mr. Slocum once and for all. Okay, Slocum, deal the cards. Uh, <laughs> not here. <laughs> not with all the gawking yokels around. <laughs> Let's go up to my penthouse. We can play out on my deck. The sun's going down. There's a nice breeze. It's the perfect setting. What do you say? I say okay. Let's get this over with. <laughs> Thus it is that moments later, all our principals are gathered around a fleet felt-covered poker table on the windswept penthouse deck of the Golden Calf Casino. On the table are thousands of poker chips, Slocum's IOU for $105 million, and the Lost Gold Skirt. Okay, five-card showdown is the game. Five cards apiece, face up. Best hand wins it all. Ideal. Mind if I cut, Slocum? <laughs> well, I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> but if you insist... I do. I'll be my guest. Slocum deals, and after the first eight cards, Ranger Doug has a ten-jack queen king of spades, a possible royal straight flush. Not bad, but he'll need it because Slocum has four aces. Okay, cowboy. This separates the men from the boys, the wheat from the chaff, the winners from the losers. This is it. Just deal, Slocum. Okay, here's your last chance. Your last card. <laughs> Whoops! The wind got it! Oh, there it goes, over the edge of the building! Oh, too bad! Well, the house rules say a lost card can't be replaced. Looks like you lose. Not yet, Slocum. That said, Ranger Doug jumped up, dashed to the edge of the 30-story building, and jumped feet first off. Ranger Doug! Oh, no! Is this the end of Ranger Doug? Is this the end of Ranger Doug? Will we ever know what the lost Goldsker is? Does Galileo's law of free-falling bodies apply to Rangers? To find out, you must tune in next week for the final chapter of Curse of the Lost Goldsker, entitled... Pick me up on your way down. It's precipitous, headlong, runaway excitement you won't want to miss and is coming next week to this Theater of the Mind. And now, here again, riders in the sky, enjoy the Calpoca King. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckaroos. Be sure to tune in this time next week, same station for another thrilling adventure on Riders Radio Theater. And until we meet again, from all of us to all of you, so long, saddle pals. So for more information on Riders in the Sky, the fabulous Tuchelin's Mergendale, or Riders in the Sky International Fan Club, write to Riders Radio Theater, Post Office Box 277, White Creek, Tennessee, 37189. And please don't forget to mention the station you're listening to. Riders Radio Theater was conceived, written, produced, and directed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Big Spender. Our flight commander is David Skepner. The production foreman is Campfire Burt. Our sound effects wrangler is Big Zeno Klinger. For WPLN Productions, the executive producer is Blazing Brenda Loftus. The producer is Jalapeno Judy Lift. Recording engineers are award-winning cactus Carl Peterson, along with Tombstone Tom Knox and Hoedown Hank Fiddle. Station manager is Alkali Alvin Bolt. See you next week, Saddle Piles, on Riders Radio Theater.